Welcome to the Redeemer Anglican Church of Asheville podcast. This is an update podcast about all the things that are going on. There's a whole lot of things going on in the community right now. We haven't been with you guys for a while, so we just kind of wanted to update people. We know that a lot of you are sort of at least a little bit abreast of what's going on if you've been going to church and heard announcements. Uh, but for all of us, kind of wanted to just sort of clarify. Um, I'm going to ask Father Gary some questions because Father Gary is with me here today. Um, so without further ado, let's get started. Father Gary uh, Ball is the uh, the vicar. I'm going to call you the vicar. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <rector. laughs> I know, rector. My I had a vicar growing up, so I, I prefer to use that name. But the rector of uh, Redeemer Anglican Church here in Asheville. And we have some exciting stuff going on. So where do you want to start today? No, I think it, I think what I'd like to do is just be able to give people a little bit of an update, especially on the um, the move to um, the new facility, just to help eliminate any confusion and and to allow people to know um, what to expect in the coming weeks. So before you do that, do you mind just giving us a? Li- this might be a good opportunity for anybody that's fairly new to the community that may not be have been involved for that long to know a little bit about our history, sort of how we got to where we are today, and then sort of this next step, which is a big, exciting step in the life of this church community. Yeah, that's good. Um, we started, I mean, we're we're going on nine years now. Um, it, we started in my living room about a couple miles down the road here, and it wasn't long before we um, moved into Grace Baptist Church here on Haywood Road. Um, we've loved our time here. They've been so hospitable, uh, but there's also been a connection to our neighborhood with our church. And so we worshiped it. Obviously we've been worshiping in the evening at 5 PM. Um, and it's just been a great experience. However, we always knew that, you know, we prayed that the Lord bring us our own place eventually. Um, but we're totally happy here and content until he brought that along. Um, and so there's an opportunity to move down the road um, less than a mile. Um, and they have a facility that was occupied by another church that was a, a large local church that had used that the, the building on the campus of Calvary Baptist Church as a sanctuary. And um, it, it will we're going to move in there and it will allow us to have a morning service and allow us to have primary use of a space. So for the last eight years we've had to share a building which has worked out as well as it possibly could but you have to like clear schedules you have to plan around the other church um, you have to um, move things in and out a lot and so we're really looking forward to um, focusing our energy I guess our team our people on other things and relieving that pressure that sometimes setting up and breaking down um, can put on a church yeah and it's not as if Grace Baptist hasn't been a good place for us, but there is also, and you sort of, you referenced it, but the idea that a lot of people uh, enjoy a morning service on a Sunday, sort of a traditional morning service. I am actually not one of those people, Father Gary. I love the evening <laughs> service because I'm lazy, but uh, but <laughs> I do think that that's a benefit for us as a church community to have the option uh, to do both as this is our I don't want to say we don't own the building, but we own the space, if you will. So this becomes the uh, Redeemer Anglican Church's space. No one else is sharing it with us. We're going to be able to do what we need to do in that. So explain to me what this is going to look like for us in terms of a community as we go forward. You know, when is the move-in date tentatively? I guess I don't even know if it's tentative. But uh, yeah. what do you what do you need help with? 
what are sort of the things we're going to have to do? Yeah. Well, first I'll say my wife is, is probably the biggest proponent of evening service. And so she, (laughs) she's not happy about, about that. No, she's, she, I think she's on the same boat. Like a lot of people realize that morning services are uh, tend to be, we're, we're trying to do our best with what we have. And so, um, we are we're looking forward to the change. It's going to be an adjustment, um, but we're also sensitive to you know the needs of people. And down the road, what we want to be able to do is to, like you said, have the potential to offer both. I mean, um, we have to start simple and then grow into it. But I think an even song, um, you know, maybe on Sundays or for those. Oh, wait, people- wait, 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 wait! Put the brakes on here, Father Gary. <laughs> for those of uh, of us that were not raised in the Anglican tradition. For people that are yeah. listening right now, can you explain? I, I love the Even Song service. And personally, yeah. if the Even Song was every Sunday, I'd probably be at that with your wife. Yeah. Um, because it's just such a beautiful experience. But can you explain a little yeah. bit what that means? Yeah, it's an evening prayer service that is typically sung. So we could do evening prayer said or sung. The sung version is um is even song, and it's a distinctly Anglican tradition. Um, and so, yeah, that being able to offer options so people could come to both of those or for the people that just in, you know, come, they actually come to our church because they can't do morning service. It gives mm. another option that's down the road though, mm. getting in, as far as the move, um, getting in there, we will move in officially. Our first service will be Palm Sunday, which is the first Sunday of April. Um, all of March will be. Um, have the opportunity to move into the other building. So have some work days organized. They will be coming um, in the newsletter. You can sign up to help. It's a lot of children's ministry setting up and breaking down. What I was surprised um, in preparing for this move was realizing how much of the stuff that we have is actually Grace's, Grace Mm. Baptist. (laughs) And like- (laughs) We've been stealing it for years. We were so- uh, we had no money at the beginning of this journey. I mean, I didn't have a job. We moved here with nothing. And, and so when we moved in this place, um, we, the, the desk that I have, the, the, um, bookshelves that I have, we scavenged those from the depths of this church (laughs) with their permission. They're like, there's tons of stuff in these storage rooms, whatever you need that we're not using. So now I'm like, we don't have desks. We don't bookshelves. We don't have a pulpit. Um, and so we're, uh, accumulating all of that stuff and some of it needs to be set up and assembled. So we'll have days where we're doing that. I'm really looking forward. Actually, I, I think it's going to be really neat for our church just to people to work, work side by side and to really invest our energy into this building together. I think someone was saying, you know, men typically connect better when they're doing something, <laughs> I think just working together, getting your hands dirty um, as a complete church community is going to be really good. So our last Sunday is March 26th, and we're still sort of thinking about how this is going to work. But I think what's going to happen is um, we're going to meet here at Grace and um, do a a liturgy. We're not going to have children's ministry because that would leave us only a week to to transfer everything over there and children and Kenda, by the way, will just have had a baby. Right. 
Um, so we're going to, we're going to give ourselves two weeks by not doing children's ministry on our last Sunday in this building. And so what we're going to do is we're going to have just a prayer of Thanksgiving and closure for the time that we spent here. And then we're going to, as people are able, walk, process down the road as a church people can drive spouses whoever can drive down the road and meet us there if that's a preference but we're actually going to take a physical like posture of leaving this place walking down the road to calvary and we're gonna then pray there and pray for our future and give give it the building and our ministry to the lord and just dedicate dedicate that space to him so it's going to be a really special time for, I think, our church family in transition over there. And that's March 26th. Yeah. So for mm-hmm. that week, for sure, there's not going to be any children's ministry, no uh, godly play or anything like that. Do you have any idea or can you anticipate when that will start up again for families that are wondering? Immediately. Okay. It will start up immediately. And what we're, go- what we're going to do is um, we are going to have... Uh, We have an idea when we're going to do it, but I'm not sure if it's set in stone yet. But we will have an open house over there for families and kids to be able to walk into the the children's building and go through, look at the check-in process, which is similar to what we're doing, but in a different space. So the kids can be familiar with their classrooms um, and, and just so people know what to do so that first Sunday can go as smoothly as possible. Yeah, well, that makes perfect sense, especially with for people with littles, right? Um, yeah. The kids are a little bit older. It's a little bit easier on the transition, but especially with, with families, with young kids. Yeah. So what other, so we're going to a morning service. What kind of things do you need from the community? I know you've said hands-on things, but can you be, uh, okay, so let me back that up a little bit. Yeah. I'm sure there's going to be things sent out from the church about what what's needed and and it's been coming for those people that are not on the uh we, you know on the um email uh list get on the email list uh you can just email you at redeemerashville.com um so people can can email you directly or email can or anybody yeah. to figure that out to get on there but what specific things do you need wise seeing as we are on the first day of February and that sounds like a, a while away March 26th but it's going to come fast yeah, so so what things do you need from people in the community Yeah I I would just encourage well there's a couple of practical like actual things that we need like um donation wise um that Kindred sent out to some of our parents I think or is going to, I'm not sure. Um, but what we really need is is things like um, uh, landscaping, so trimming hedges and just beautifying the outside of the building. Um, we need people to uh, set up and assemble furniture. Um, I think we'll probably need some people to help with like maybe even painting. Um, we have a platform that's going to be built um, that's the biggest project and the most um, cost, um, it, you know, takes the most expense. Uh, and so that's a big deal. Um, we're lowering the platform. It's five foot three at this time. And I'm just not comfortable wow. looking straight down. <laughs> From up on high. It's really high. And so it's not usable um, really at that height. It's, it's not conducive to the space. 
So even just like moving furniture in and um, we have a sound system that's going to, has to be set up and lights that have to be moved and stuff like that. So there's going to be a lot of practical things for people with various skills, people who might say, I don't have any skills. I mean, there's going to be a lot of um, opportunity to serve in the last days. The other really big thing that's, it's, I think it might be the most difficult at that point. It was, we all move forward is to clean our current existing place so that we can give it back to grace better than we found it, so to speak. And so we, that's going to be a big deal too, just putting this place back together. And that would take place after the move? Um, no, it would probably simultaneous as, as we move stuff out of here, uh, the classrooms and offices and stuff to have people kind of coming in and um, behind us and, and doing the sort of thing you would do when you move out of a house, you know, just vacuuming and cleaning. Right. And stuff so you're, like you're asking for an all hands on deck. I mean, this yeah, is, if really. you even think that, you know, I don't have not, I can't build a sound studio or a lower stage, you certainly can push a broom or maybe help paint a little bit or vacuum or the things that need to be done. I mean, this is a, um, I think anybody that's moved after living in any house or any place for any length of time, you realize all the stuff that gets accumulated and the work that goes into cleaning up and moving. So, so we need all hands. Um, now, I'm assuming also that it's not. We're, I mean, we're probably going to have a work day where everyone goes. But, but you, you, who can someone reach out to and say, say, hey, I have a Monday free Monday afternoon. How can I help? Who do we reach out to for that? I think Kenda's going to need probably the most help because. Um, well, because she's going to be delivering a baby, she's mm -hmm. going to have to a couple of weeks before and after is going to be tough for her. And it's really a stressful thing having to move an operation like this and to be pregnant. And so yeah. you'll need a lot of help. Kenda at RedeemerAsheville.com. Also, Lauren Sossler, our new parish coordinator, is um, the person who would be ideal kind of a, as a point person to just say, Hey, I have, I have some time. Is there any needs that you guys might have? Um, and she, that is Lauren at RedeemerAsheville.com. And that email, by the way, was in the last uh, email that we received. That was the first email that Lauren has sent out, but I only bring that up because within that email is Lauren's actual email address. So if anybody got right. that, just go on there and email Lauren directly. Yeah. And I, you know, just to say like, I, re I really hope that, the move and the working together will be something that we'll look back on and remember as part of our history as a mm -hmm. church and that it will be special. And with the amount of new people coming that, that people will get to know each other and that God will just use it. It's Lent that God would use it as a kind of a sacrifice of our gifts and offering to him and that he will use it as a means of grace to bring us together as a people. Yeah, because that is going to be right in the heart of Lent. I mean, yeah. right towards the end of it before Easter. Uh, so in a sense, our first big service is going to be Easter Sunday, right? So there's going to be all, I mean, not, and Easter Sunday always requires a lot of extra help as well. So there's, so basically what I'm saying to you, Gary, is you've basically bitten off nothing. This is just, a, <laughs> yeah. this is going to be an easy run through <laughs> on this. Uh, we've got a pregnant uh, uh, a family and children's minister <laughs> who's going to have a baby. Uh, we're moving out of a place that we need to clean up. We're moving into a place and no wait for it. We're going to have Easter services where we also do a lot of baptisms. So yeah. it is, I think this is a test of 
all church communities, um, but but you know when anything like this happens in a church community, you really need everybody to step up if possible. And I, I I don't think you're saying I need you there every single day for the next month and a half, but maybe one day you could carve out. Um, I know that we'll bring uh, Maple, our daughter, and and come in try to find a day where we as a family can go over and, and maybe that'll be on that day. I don't know. But so I would yeah. recommend that people reach out, try to figure out ways in which they can serve and help. Um, la- you know, it's, you had mentioned things that you need or that we need for the new space. Is there mm-hmm. going to be anything going out email wise? I'm assuming yes. I know Kenda sent some stuff out, but is there going to be anything going out saying, Hey, we need these items. I know lots of people have stuff. I know we do like in garages and attics, uh, of desks and things that, you know, like, hey, what am I going to do with this? Is there anything, a place where we can do that? Or is that something you're interested in? Yeah, no, I mean, I think that, I mean, our budget is is really limited. And so any help that we can get, the better. Um, and so, yeah, I don't think that would be such a bad idea. We're, most of what we're buying is, is used. Um, if you know anything about Redeemer, we, we, uh, yeah, we try to repurpose or reuse <laughs> as much as we can. And so recycle uh, here. Recycle. Well, listen to this. Our pulpit came from an axe throwing bar in Johnson City. <laughs> that is perfect. You need yeah. to you need to t- get weave that into a sermon. I mean, Definitely. that says it all right there. That's awesome. I did not know that until I got there to pick it up. But nice. um we um yeah, we you know, they I don't know how they don't know how it got there. They had heard it was from an old church. It's the exact same pulpit here at Grace Baptist. Um, and we found it on Facebook Marketplace. Pulpits new are thousands of dollars. And so mm-hmm. we we've pinched pennies and uh, as much as we can and and but at the same time, you know, you don't want to buy a bunch of junk. And so sometimes getting things that people have in hand, you can get a better quality even if it's used. Well, and also that I want to make sure that people know that, you know, not if, if you can't give up your time, if you don't have that desk, then if you can, if you can find it within your family budget to donate some money, you know, uh, it, it doesn't need to be a ton of money. It can be a little bit of money, but can go a long way. This community has yeah. a, a power of stretching. Uh, we can turn loaves and fishes into a lot. So, <laughs> yeah, so uh, any any donations are deeply appreciated and accepted. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. We, you know, we're very grateful for the Lord that um, we have been having building a savings account for a moment like this for since our beginning. And, and so we've been able to do it, but it also means that we're depleting a lot of that. And that could be scary. Yeah. We've, we are investing a lot into the future, um, which I think the biggest thing that we need right now is, um, are for people to tithe honestly, like to to contribute to our monthly budget. You know, what's interesting is with the amount of growth that we have, it's actually more expensive to run a church because you realize, oh, there's more communion wine, or yeah. there's more when we have uh, fellowship events. And so, yeah, I think just people saying, "Hey, this is this is our place. These are our people, and we want to contribute in a meaningful way." Then, yeah, I'd encourage you to do that. Yeah, and I, I will say something. Uh, we don't often say it. Uh, in fact, you know, I've been at Redeemer for a while, and I can't, I can't remember the uh, how many stewardship Sundays I've heard, and hasn't <laughs> been many. Because if anybody spent any time at churches, stewardship Sundays the big ask. Um, uh, we are a church that is not big on the big ask, and, but there are needs. There are real needs of this community, and there are things that happen behind the scenes that people don't see. For anybody that's listening, I want to make sure that everybody understands that. 
and I could attest to this. I'm not, I don't work for the church. I have no stock in the <laughs> church, but I do know that this church spends its money wisely and has people in the vestry that are really prayerful around how we spend it. There, nobody has to worry about us using too much of our money on administrative and all that. So um, if anything, we probably need to spend more, but uh, yeah. that's, we'll, we'll save that for another day. The one <laughs> yeah. thing that I want to point out that I'm really, really excited about, and this is just something that's sort of off the cuff, but we are also going to be having um, a prayer rail. So in a lot of oh. Anglican churches, there's a prayer rail where you, when you receive communion, you can receive communion from the priest and there's a prayer rail to pray at. That's going to, that's, I'm just pointing that out because at Grace, we didn't have that. We didn't have the yeah. opportunity to create that and we will here. So there are going to be things that yeah. are, and people say, well, why do we need a new church or why do we need a new space or what's different about us? Well, that is, that's a really uh, yeah. important little piece of this. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that personally, but that's just one more example of things that we can do and that we're going to need help doing. Uh, as yeah. we move forward. And I, yeah, it, we have made small sacrifices being here and that, yeah, I agree. That's one of them, especially with posture being so important to us and the belief that like we're formed in those postures, that there's a prayerful approach to, to all things. But yeah, I hope that when people walk into that sanctuary, that You'll, I mean, you're going to see a lot of new things. It's going to be a completely new building. It will be different, but I hope that it will feel oddly familiar mm -hmm. and you'll be like, this is, uh, this feels like Redeemer, even with the, with the vast changes and differences. That's, that's the goal. Well, I have one request too, Gary, since, you know, I, I'm, I'm going to uh -oh. record and send this podcast out. I would like <laughs> us kneelers in the pews themselves, but I want them to be very uncomfortable, like the ones that, I had is get this. They're almost like they're made out of stone. <laughs> so you kneel down. It just to teach you yeah. that your, your pain is part of our thing. No, but I, I, <laughs> I do remember that as a kid having these painful kneelers. So I'm oh, praying maybe yeah. a little bit of foam. I'm just asking for some foam. That's a all. A little bit of foam. Yeah, I agree. I agree. We're, we're, we're working on it. We'll see. <laughs> all right. Well, we will be coming back in the next little while. I can't say exactly when with yeah. uh, some more updates about what's going on. So kind of keep an eye out for that. Again, you can email anybody, uh, anybody their first name that you know at RedeemerAshville.com, yeah. and they will get back to you. So uh, for Father Gary, for Redeemer Anglican Church, thank you guys, and we look forward to this new season in the life of our church.